1: Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense,
2: but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about the emotion of envy. We'll also be linking it to jealousy. We're going to talk about how envy evolved, what it does to your body, how you can cope with it. It's kind of extremely fascinating. And then at the end, we're going to talk about what do we learn this week? Mine is about the average day over the world, what, how people spend their time and mitch's is about centenarians and, and have, why some people live to
1: 100 years old what is what is it about them stay tuned
2: <laughs> that's so in. to live to 100 is so in
1: yeah it's my dream but oh really? also you're not going to like the research
2: oh no <laughs> that's the that's don't not smoke t- weed don't be gay <laughs> no uh, we'll get there when we get there but wait are you serious i'm so bad at <laughs> i need to know are you serious <laughs> You just have to wait like half Like my lifestyle, (laughs) just wait and you'll find out. I wanted to
1: bring up something else before we jump into today's topic, which is we're in February now. Remember, we were like, how long will our resolutions hold up? How are you doing? Oh, rough, (laughs) rough, 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 rough. A (laughs) dog goes
2: what? It goes rough, rough, rough.
1: Oh, have you seen those videos of everyone in different languages, like or a group of friends who are all different language being like. What animal? What noise does this animal make? And they all have different. One no idea you're talking about. One will be like, will be like Dark off? Dark off? <laughs> or like they all have different funny things for different animals. Explain it a little bit clearer. Okay. I don't understand what you're it's saying. Cute TikTok videos would be like a group of four or five friends. One's from Belgium. One is British. One is Swedish. One and is Italian. And they'll be like, "What noise does this animal make?" And it'll be a frog. And an English person will say "ribbit, ribbit," and then they'll all laugh. They'll be like, "No, oh. it's grok." grok. yeah or but not some of them are so weird that it's just
2: well honestly i feel like give it to scandinavia to accurately sound like a frog because they (laughs) always sound like a frog when they just speak their language they're like (laughs) um but what were you saying the question is about resolutions. um it's like they're still there they're like they're like they're they're hanging on by a thread Mm -hmm. but they're dropping like flies what about you
1: yeah, I feel the same and I'm like, hey, okay, this is important right now because right now is when I would just fully be like, okay, well, I failed to move on. I'm trying to understand right now how to-
2: Just restart, pretend Restart, yeah. like for
1: example, I, I am pretty good at not using my phone as much in the morning, but my phone has migrated back into the bedroom is where it gets um, charged. So I like, cause I'm, I'm just like lazy and I'm like, ugh, I don't wanna go bring it downstairs mind and charge it. So I'll just like use the charger in my room. So little things like that. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes have brought my real phone versus my fake phone just because I'm like, oh, I might stay here longer. And then I want to be able to like message people or message you. Yeah. No, you just have
2: to re- recalibrate.
0: It's
1: I've been fine. trying. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm we were right. I'm hoping this week because I'm feeling kind of out of it and I'm like, I need to get back in a... Get we, back in the cycle. We said that mid-February would be when it would
2: fall apart. So we were right. So in some ways, we were right. Wow. We're so smart. And then all I have to say is that the Usher Super Bowl performance was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greg was truly screaming the whole time. Well, I'm in like, usher. Stand. I couldn't even hear what was happening on screen. Well, <laughs> it was like, I will say the audio wasn't that good. It's like NFL, get it together. Um, but but he was singing live. That's what made yeah. it. That's, I think part of it was
1: that. Like not all of the performances you see are live, especially not the beginning. Whereas that one you could tell was like very live. Yeah, at I appreciate it. Majority of it, even like Alicia Keys, like I feel bad, but the first note people are like memeing now because she's like oh, it like has a crack, which but happens then, to everyone. But obviously. apparently
2: they fixed it for the one on YouTube now, like the official one, and it's just like a perfect like. Like belt. Uh, is it Like <laughs> oh, like it's not oh, like. No. Strut. But he was great. He's so hot. He took his shirt off. What else can we ask for? Oh. I did want him to launch across the stadium. Yeah, I wish there didn't. was one gag yeah. or
1: one um,
2: like reveal or something. And that like, there's had us something gagged. about <laughs> him. Like, I'm absolutely obsessed. He was a sexual awakening for me. He still <laughs> is. I love him. I'm gonna go see him in concert. I know the words to all of his songs. He's the best. But there's something about his dancing. It's like it's so good. And he like, it's like refine it a bit. Like he he's mm-hmm. always like. It, and, spin, and it's like it's crazy like obviously i'm like you just spun like four times but sometimes it's like almost like you could actually just sing and walk at mm. this part instead of sing and do like an electric slide <laughs> like all the time but i get it's like he's probably like but i it's actually can do that yeah also he wants and a lot to of people it. can't like do the little like shuffle thing but Overall, I, I thought it was great. It's up there for me. And yeah. now I'm going to rewatch. it. Was very impressive. All. Okay. And yeah, we have no opinions on the game. We didn't even watch it. We yeah. watched a foreign <laughs> film after. So we're moving on. Okay. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Envy. N-V.
1: E-N-V-Y. Uh, oh, wait, okay.
2: So I need to talk... I think we need to start by being like, what's the difference between jealousy? Because it was all over the map for me, depending on the study.
1: I think... Okay.
2: I think for a lot of people... Envy and jealousy can be the same. But some would sort of be like, envy and jealousy is this. Like, for example, one said, envy or jealousy is mm. an example of the feeling evoked when someone is better off than you. Mm-hmm. Very simple. But then others were like, actually studies trying to literally show how different envy and jealousy are. Mm. So envy is the painful feeling of wanting what someone else has, like attributes or prof- or possessions. If you're jealous, you're feeling threatened, and therefore you feel protective, fearful of losing your position. And um, you're more likely to, if you're jealous, want to take something away from someone else rather than just want what they have.
1: Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think, colloquially, people use the both of the words yeah. in both of those ways. And so, I think... Yeah, so I'm sure we
2: should just say like we're we're talking about envy and jealousy, and even though yeah, there might be, but I want to focus on, on envy. Yeah. Yes, and this one I thought was interesting. Envy was characterized by feeling like inferior. You're longing for something. You're resenting. You're there's a dis like it's a yeah. Whereas jealousy was characterized as the fear of loss, hmm. the fear of distress. the and then it leads to anxiety and anger. So you're more like it was starting to become a little clear with me on those. Like jealousy is when you're like something's happened that's making you feel like you're going to lose something. Okay. Like whether it's a part of yourself, whereas envy, it's almost like you're sort of sat there below looking up, like you know you're below and you're trying to like long for it. Okay. Rather than like you have it and it's leaving you. Okay. That's interesting. It was like... They're both either way, very interesting emotions, very present, I think,
1: for everyone. I have some studies that will touch on like the, you know, of course, advent of social media and the internet playing such a big role in this these days. Excuse me. Um, (laughs) He barfs. (laughs) Like, we have to see other people's achievements and stuff so much more frequently than maybe we would have ever before. And that plays a big role. But...
2: I can um, go into the evolution of it sure i That's mean cool. yeah okay well, let's start well there. you mean what you mean what you want to ask about our envy or something oh i think you gave a definition already right yeah not to start but a d- podcast but with like no webster's dictionary do, it. Do, you, do yours no
1: i think i just wrote it, it occurs when a person's lack you lack another's quality, skill achievement or possession and wish that the other lacked it oh so oftentimes but this for me a lot of studies and maybe you're gonna explain this too. Actually, there's two. Oh, yeah, benign and two envy. different yeah. kinds of envy. Do we want to say about that first, or talk about the evolution of it?
2: No, talk about that if you want. Okay,
1: so there's two different types of envy, and what I found really interesting is that some languages, like Dutch, apparently have two different words for these different kinds of envy.
2: Wow, so Ribbit, rabbit. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, bring that back up. Um, so they have malicious envy. So there's a word for that, and that's when you want to bring somebody down. Like Hmm. that's quote unquote better off than you, even at your own cost. So the desire to like take it away from them versus benign envy, which makes you aspire to be as good as the other person. That's the one
2: that you're striving for, benign envy, because yeah, I have other studies that are like, it can actually be a really good motivator, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of factors that make something a benign envy. It's hard.
1: Yeah. And the research, despite making these two kinds of envy distinct, even benign envy is still not a pleasant emotion or yeah. feeling. It's not good inside of you. But they classify it separately because it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to like try to be that person. I want what they have. I want what they do. And so now I'm changing myself instead of trying to change and tear them down.
2: Which is kind of makes sense. I feel like that's like a natural part of life. You're looking at everyone around you and you're kind of like, well, that person's life's interesting. So I would rather do things to be more like them. That person's uninteresting to me. Mm -hmm. Like it's really. And the gap. So envy decreases in studies as that gap gets smaller
1: and smaller. As you see yourself like closer to the person you envy, you you feel less envious,
2: which it seems obvious, obviously like as you're like, Oh, I'm just as good in them now. I'm not envious anymore. Well, I was going to say it at the end, but I can say it now because I think it's really juicy, which is they were like, Envy is the number one way for you to understand what it is that you actually care about in your life. So if you mm. were to ask someone, what do you value? They're going to give you like probably a BS answer based on the way that they were raised and what they were told to right. value. Mm-hmm. And they're like, although you're not consciously aware of it, whatever you're jealous of and or envious of someone is the actual, like it's deep in your unconscious telling you, what it is that you value. So it was like... I don't know if that resonates
1: with me. Oh. Only because I don't think that can't be true. He's in denial.
2: I'm kidding. What I mean
1: is to me, envy is such a like ingrained emotion that you don't necessarily control. Of course, it's pointing to something. I think it's more societal and you can often look at someone and you're conditioned to believe you want certain things. But sometimes it reminds me of like, I know I bring up chips a lot on this podcast, but kind of like, you know, when you have it <laughs> and you indulge, it's like, you want if you are given the opportunity, you'll just binge on a food, right? Chips, okay, chips. Chips yeah, for gotcha. me, it could be okay, cake like for weird. somebody else yeah, or candy yeah. for somebody else, whatever. But to me, envy is like this emotion that's just like grasping for the things you want really bad. And I think you can have both sides of yourself. Like, huh. I don't want to eat chips all the time, but if they're near me, I can't necessarily control myself. And I think that... I don't know why I'm comparing the two. Does this comparison yes, make sense? Like, I do, envy but I feels think, sort of uncontrollable. But, it doesn't mean that my biggest desire in life is chips. Like, I would like to be healthy, but I can't always stop myself from eating but bad But I think
2: it's like... I think it's like keeping your chips analogy. <laughs> it, it, but it, if they're in front of you and you're longing for them, it means you value chips. I think Does what, it mean I value...
1: See, that's the but, way that's triggering me, because it's like I... That but I, I think I don't have self control
2: over it. Okay, but I think I think that okay, this I don't. It doesn't. It's just one study, but it 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 resonated with me mm. because I think it's like not to say you're in denial, but I think yeah. it can be easy to be like. I, I thought it was kind of juicy mm, because no, it's right. a little it's bit. It's a little bit like calling out because I think a lot of the things that people envy are maybe not like they may be materialistic and like a lot of people don't want to see themselves as that, but Mm. it could show you the things that you're, you're having a challenge with. Like I was just thinking about like the gym, like I'm spending a lot of time going to the gym. So now I'm seeing, I'm like envying people with like insanely beautiful bodies more because you're around it and you're yeah. trying to. I, it was like, just like, oh my going. God, it's interesting. It's like, no, you're valuing the gym now, mm-hmm. Greg. And you're valuing these things because that's you're fair. envious of it. I just thought it was a really cool way to be like... But which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? I don't. It's not saying that. It's just saying it can be a really interesting indication of where your values yeah. are lying. Okay, that's fair. Which I just is like, that's an... It's like, what do you envy? That could then indicate what do you value. If you are uncomfortable with that, then maybe there are changes you can make or... Just like an yeah, acceptance that's about yourself, that's kind of interesting.
1: Maybe it was the word value that triggered, no, triggered or like got stuck on me because to me, a value is like this deep-seated thing that, but values can change from year to year. Yeah. Like, like if you're saying you didn't know was value like fitness, but now you do, and that's, so now and you'll be envious. Yeah. But maybe ten years ago you could care less yeah, about that. Exactly. So what? Yeah, that's I what guess I'm a saying.
2: value is more transient. To me, sometimes there's this idea of like your core values are well. That's things. what they were kind of calling out. They're like, it's so interesting because. People have values that they'll, if someone says, what do you value? They'll say this, 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 and Mm -hmm. this. And they're like, a really deep thing to do is be like, who and what do you envy? Because that might just be the truth of your values at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Which is like, it's like a little bit intense. It's worth facing. It's worth facing. Yeah. yeah. And like, hello, call the therapist. (laughs) So the evolution of envy is like really interesting because unlike, you know, aggression and like fear or or, yeah, fear is a better one. Like fight or flight response is like very understood. You fear something, your body does all these physiological reactions mm-hmm. to truly fight it, to run away from it. Whereas emotions like jealousy and envy are, like, way more complicated. There's not, like... yeah, You don't have envy for this completely obvious reason. So this study... I'll talk more later because they did this hilarious section about how evolutionary biologists are so over the top. What do you mean? And, <laughs> like, do such insane, like... The reason this evolved was because of this. And they actually made a fake study where they made all these fake evolutionary, evolutionary biology claims. And then all these like studies and scientists were like, yes, that's it. And like how they showed how like these really drastic hypotheses can like spread because they're really catchy and interesting, mm-hmm. but they're actually not that valid. So they're uh-huh. trying to be like, this is going to be really hard to explain the evolution of envy, but we're going to try our best. Of course. Yeah. So one of the questions they asked in the survey was to a bunch of people, are you more envious of your neighbor who has a bit more money than you or of someone like Bill Gates? Mm. And so, what they found is almost unanimously everyone chose their neighbor.
1: Yeah. That would be my instinct as well. It's like the person you know. I'm like, I don't compare myself to Bill Gates ever.
2: Yeah. And so they were kind of saying that like this makes sense when you think of like the hunter gatherer vibe, like you're envious of the people within your physical proximity. Yeah. And that you are kind of that benign envy thing. You're, you're kind of looking around at people who are like you, who have a bit more than you. Mm -hmm. And they think it could be like a motivating aspect of being like, okay, if I could just change myself a bit. Whereas someone like Bill Gates, you're like, well, I like... There's no reference point. There's no yeah. reference point. It's like, We're and not he's connected like a quote-unquote genius. It yeah. doesn't like threaten you in the same way, which I thought was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Because, I mean, so much of evolutionary biology is about like how we fit into our communities. And like, I don't know, it just makes sense that you would be looking around you. And even anecdotally, it's like as... If you're in a field and you work really hard or practice really hard, say we're like creators, YouTubers, as we got more popular, it was way more like that I would look at people who had around the same yeah, yeah, level yeah. of like viewers or subscribers and or those kind of things. Envy. And I stopped looking, like it's, a, it's yeah. a bias where you kind of like stop looking behind. And it's a nice reminder sometimes when you're feeling envious to stop and go like, who's actually like kind of quote unquote behind me. I mean like physically, but yeah. that sounds like condescending. I don't mean it that way because they're probably looking at me like, oh, I, I, if only I had that. Whereas you're always looking forward at who's in front of you saying like, if I just got that, yeah. I would be happy. But it makes sense that your perimeter or your like your radius for view is just like has who's to be around close, you, yeah,
2: socially or physically. And they were like, envy um, evolved to motivate access to resources that are in demand by others in your group. So it's like if you think about Bill Gates, it's like the level of prosperity. Like envy wouldn't motivate you. Like you're kind of like maybe I would just waste all my energy. Like if I even tried to be Bill Gates, I would just like hate my life. And there's just like no. Whereas <laughs> it's like the people around you is like what you're actually more in demand of. Then, this was another one. So imagine a scenario, A, in which you see another guy or girl making love to another woman or man that you are attracted to and desire. Mm
0: -hmm. So let's
2: just do it for you, so you're gay. Uh You see another guy making love to a guy that you're attracted to
1: okay Like someone I have a crush on, or something, yeah. and then I'm like, they're hooking up with someone else.
2: That's scenario A. No, no, just yeah, someone you're, you just see another guy who uh-huh. making love to someone you're attracted to.
1: I'm like, then making scenario love, B, am I in their
2: bedroom? <laughs> yeah, you're watching them have sex. <laughs> scenario B, you see the same guy having even more passionate, like enjoyable sex with someone who you aren't attracted to. Yeah. Who are you more envious of? Unanimously they chose the one who they were attracted to. Of course. So it's yeah. like you're not you're actually jealous of that ranking, not the feeling that they're going through.
1: Correct. I see. You're jealous of it. That's because it's your, it's your context. I want that. Yes. And they have it. I could care less if like, if I want bananas and they're loving apples. Yeah. yeah, It's like, it's not
2: about the, what they have. It's about what I want. Which I thought was such a cool question. And they found out they're like, okay, so that obviously means that like, it's not about the outcome. They did another one that was like, well, it is about the outcome, but the word matters. It's not about the outcome
1: necessarily for the person. Yeah. But it's about what they're getting. Yes. Related to you.
2: They did another one, which was like, just asking straight men, duh, science, Uh, (laughs) there was a lot of straight men but it was um (laughs) ever heard of him not on this podcast (laughs) that a you could be the dalai lama vastly happier like on some abstract but very real scale or b someone like be someone like hugh hefner who had limited access to attractive women who are you more envious of and they chose hugh hefner you mean unlimited access is that what you said yeah sorry unlimited access versus (laughs) the um, dalai lama (laughs) so they were just sort of being like you would think that people be like i'm envious of someone who has this like what we all could see is like an insane internal happiness and contentment, but they were still choosing the person who had access to attractive people Mm -hmm. as who they envied more. And it's like, that is just so odd. And it was like, that's what makes me think it's such a, in the way that fear
1: is this kind of innate, almost uncontrollable thing. It feels to me like envy and jealousy. And as i read the studies, like, it is obviously a very natural part of social behavior and human behavior and some other primate behavior, but it's like, there is an element of it that's like quote unquote out of your control. It's like yeah. this, this response your body has that maybe for a reason that you don't understand, but it compels you to act in certain ways.
2: Yeah. The last one, which, and they wrote this as like why LA sucks. Um, but it was like, there's a guy in Spain who's extremely similar to you in talent, looks, and capacity for work, but he's twice as wealthy as you. Mm. Or there's Joe, who's your neighbor, who's twice as wealthy of you uh, as you, who are you more envious of? And people oh, chose yes. their neighbor.
1: Oh, I was gonna say oh, because he's
2: You were gonna choose Spain only because that person is more similar to me i know well they were just sort of this one was not as unanimous but they were saying most people chose b and they think it's like yeah. it, it's like it's like you it's you're right it's like, like spain is so far removed from me i yeah. actually don't
1: I would only really be caring about the people I know. But what it made me think about was like when people get on Survivor that fit my, I'm like, they're gay, they're whatever. I'm like, yeah. yeah. No, you have a specific. So you're not envious of like the girls who get on Survivor. I'm
2: envious of like the like queer men who get on Survivor. Because I'm like, that could be me. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, that's different though because I think Survivor, weirdly for you, is the neighbor. Like right. it's like it's it's, it's a community. Small, it's yeah. the community. Honestly, like <laughs> my
1: community of a survivor, of which I've never been a part. And also, it,
2: it's like <laughs> that going back to the earlier thing. It shows you what you value. You value survivors. You know what I mean? Like that's where your envy yeah. is lying.
1: That is the saddest part of my life, but it is the most true.
2: But I the reason I thought about L.A. is like everyone talks about how like awful it is to live there because everyone's in the same industry and it's Mm. like it's true when you when we would go there for work you're just it's like the envy shoots through the roof because everyone's physically around each other doing the same same thing if you like lived in like vermont and then like flew and did your jobs and just like lived outside of la like you would just not feel that have to deal with the same amount of envy yeah because it's like your neighbors are all actually doing similar Yeah. You have yeah. To com-
1: it's like you're competing with them as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel so blessed that our friends could give a crap about what we do and yeah. certainly don't do it at all because yeah. then you kind of, like, have envy. you look yeah. at them. Yeah. And you, if you're, not Not that this only happens in LA. Obviously, if, like, you're in New York and you're an actor and you're competing with, like, yeah. so many more people than you would be somewhere else, like, now your friends are actors, You it will be harder to, like, appreciate and be happy for them unless mm-hmm. you have a really strong but friendship.
2: The, but the reason we like and sorry, the reason I like New York so much more is that you could build a friend group in New York as like a really incredible scientist and then have less envy because you hang out with all artists. Like there's just more diversity in professions. Whereas in LA, you can tell people are just like clamoring for this similar industry. And I just was like, okay, yeah, I do think people struggle with envy in LA more than probably other cities. And it's just like these these questions were making me be like, okay, like geography is like important to envy. Yes, but I think we can qualify that geography can also be... Digital
1: geography. Yeah, right? true. Like, who you? I follow. believe you're right that a physical geography is always going to play a stronger role. But so many people live in these digital geographies. It's like, did I invent that term? Okay. Um, and your digital <laughs> geography, you know, like is the people you surround yourself with on the internet as well, or yeah. just the
2: communities that you're that's, in. No, I'm not. But like, we have a digital. But like for sure, that's like been said before. <laughs> but like, so, <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I'm sorry, I
2: didn't. No, you know. no, yeah, like I actually like it is interesting. I think about true. it
1: just because, yeah, of course, when I'm like thinking of oh, are our videos like successful? Are we like, are they reaching enough people? It's like, I'm looking at the people in our digital geography. I'm not comparing yeah, that. We don't true. have any friends in we our lives that like, create that are doing content. It. So it's like, yeah. I'm looking at similar-ish people to us who make content to be like, oh, are we like stacking up for ourselves and for other people?
2: Yeah. What are you like most envious of?
1: You're well, like trying I, to get me to expose my deepest desires. Well, no, I was it's saying. Literally you, gay men on Survivor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so interesting. That's a cool no, one. I, I That's interesting.
1: I'm not that envious of them because I don't know them at all. It's I'm not really envious of them. I know. I'm it's, trying to get like, my
2: envious in my life i it's so high school like i could have done it so well in high school i was so like panicked and envious
1: yeah it's such a complicated emotion because sometimes it's the people you also love you know like yeah
2: know what i'm and know who i know what i'm envious of people who are like aloof hmm. like i think that sometimes it's like because i'm such a people pleaser this is like dark and deep (laughs) but i'm like now i'm like I can't believe I have a why am I saying that <laughs> but it's like it's like when I'm always so aware of the way everyone else is feeling and trying to make people feel comfortable I get really annoyed with people who aren't like that and mm. then I think sometimes it like leads to like a, like deep down it's actually an envy
1: that you wish you didn't have to bear it's the cross like, of like being stressed about people feeling comfortable and stuff. Yeah. Like Cause it's is, also, yeah, it's, an it's anxiety, like pretty, right? yeah. it's
2: like, it's pretty like not, it's not that helpful. Like it's helpful. Sometimes I'm sure some people are like, Oh sweet. Like that's, I appreciate that. You're like, of course. But like not really a lot of, and mm-hmm. then it's like people who are like, kind of like aloof have obviously a lot of their own issues, but like my envy is there sometimes just being like, you're just like, can escape that feeling. Yeah. Of it's very, the like, stress of everyone. Yeah. And it's very like innocent in a way. Cause mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you're just like, it's almost like they're present. Yeah. I'm envy of people who are just like present and don't care. I'm envious of people who don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel it's weird because on the surface, like, yeah, my
1: answer keeps changing in my head. Sometimes I think I'm envious of people. I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but there's some people who like are totally satisfied with their life <laughs> and like their job. And they like, are there. Oh, sorry. Uh, Sorry. There's a range. You mean like people who seemingly are? Sometimes I feel like I always have to be chasing something else. And I'm like, sometimes I'll see people who have had the same job and they just have, quote unquote, a more simple life that I really wish I could just be content. But then at the same time, I stop and I'm like, but I actually don't think I want that. Yeah. Like I maybe thought I wanted that, but I'm like, I think if I had that, I... No, I don't know. It's hard to know because my brain would just be like, "No, I need, I need another goal. Yeah, I need another thing to like try and." So do. you're
2: envious of people who live a simple life and seem content.
1: Yeah, and just yeah. they're just like, yeah, I don't need to do yeah. more. I'm happy with where things are at. I don't yeah, need more, whatever, more friends, more money, more success, more yeah. anything. My life is like fulfilling the way it is. That may be an illusion of course everyone faces you know it's easier for me to look at someone and be like everything's perfect in their life and they're just like yeah Potent. i know
2: but but that's like a good point that's like why envy is so interesting is it's making you realize that is an issue in your life Is the constant need it for
1: is. More. but i don't then I, that's why i'm saying it's confusing to me because i stop and i'm like i'm actually not envious of that because i don't think i want that like i do and maybe this is me working through therapy like everyone is different and everyone can be the same yeah. and my maybe it's conditioning maybe it's trauma maybe it's whatever or maybe it's genetic and like some people are just like more contented and some people are less contented and i'm somebody who just has to like accept sometimes that that's a little bit a part of my personality yeah and and
2: like i think the one of the things we'll get to near the end about how to cope with envy is in these studies an important one was like you can't cherry pick your envy like you have to take it all so like if mm. you are envious of that person with a simple life, then you have to take their nine to five mm-hmm. and they're maybe un- unable to go on the trips you go on. Mm. Or like you, you can't just choose that one part of their personality and then be like, but I want to keep everything else about my life. 100%, you you're like, yeah is a really good practice for if you're envying someone and it's like, it you're having issues with it, be like, you're not allowed to just choose the one thing they have. Like yeah. for me, like their aloofness, you actually like have to choose the, the rest, whole which is that actually a lot of people are annoyed with that person because they're mm. not capable of making other people feel comfortable. Like people like having me around mm. because I will make sure everyone feels okay. Yeah. And even though that's frustrating to me sometimes, if I'm actually going to follow through and be envious of someone who's like aloof, I have to take the fact that sometimes people are like, that person's annoying. Because yeah. they're not, and they're many
1: thinking more things only things, about too, themselves. And right? Like being aloof. Many people are aloof, like forget a lot of things and end yeah. up in well, situations. I, but I, that, I, but
2: I, I also like don't know where my keys are. Well, you're I, like are a little aloof in no, specific ways. It's it's like, like aloof and that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm like, I also am envious of that. People who like know where their keys are. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like that. I'm not, a, I'm not the fun aloof. I'm aloof oh, for the, the thing. I don't know. The fun aloof is when you just like
1: IDGAF. No, it's everything's like, good. Everything's bad. Okay. Everything, does a scale, everything. Some things are just bad, I think, but like most things are a bit good, a bit bad.
2: And then I think, uh, and then obviously back to like, I think envy can be a lot like social media. Mm-hmm. Before we go
1: there, I wanted to get into a really cool study on primates. And you may have actually like seen this in the past. And it, it like upholds a lot of the things you were just saying, which I thought was fascinating. Oh, okay. So, um, Okay, there's like these studies that have been done on monkeys uh, where they give them – if the monkey gives the human a stone, like they're in cages or whatever, they'll get a treat. Sorry, they're <laughs> yeah, in cages. Okay. Like they're in uh, – yeah, they're literally in cages. Um, they get a reward. And usually that reward is cucumbers. And so they'll like get this monkey to give a stone, get a cucumber and the one right beside it that it can see will get a cucumber as well. But then later they switch it where suddenly this one gets a cucumber still, but now this one, when it gets the stone, gives a stone, it gets a grape and apparently Monkeys go wild for grapes. (laughs) Like apparently it's like the highest reward. (laughs) Um, That's so cute. And once you do that, the other monkey will stop performing in the same way. It it is like basically annoyed and jealous that the other monkey is getting a better reward and Mm. will stop giving the stone. It will like it's right for completing Mm. the task. And they also then tested like, well, what if grapes are present, but we're not giving it to anyone just to see like, are the monkeys being greedy? Are they, is that monkey going like, well, I saw grapes, give me grapes. No. If grapes are present but not given to any monkey, it's, fine. it's all about what the other monkey is getting, yeah. changes their behavior. And so this has led them to believe, obviously, like that this is like an envy is an innate thing about fairness and about like wanting to distribute things in a specific way. Um, huh. So what else did I write? Okay, it, it,
2: that's it. Is cool to know all these things because I think sometimes when people suffer from jealousy and envy, it feels like an out of control reaction. And if you can remember that, it's just like it is an important evolutionary thing. Evolution. Yeah. It can help you be like, okay, like I'm not like because it can also lead to murder. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know I right. brought Those that up there's extremes but, of everything. No, but, but th- it's like actually like envy can be drive people crazy. Anyways, continue.
1: Th- their takeaway in this L. Was So the researchers argued that without envy motivating our interest in making social comparisons, there'd be no reason to care about fairness and justice. Hmm. So like envy is a social dynamic. Like you're looking at the community around you. If somebody has too much more than somebody else and it feels unfair, that like creates a dynamic in the group that is pushing, not only can push everyone to try and do more or maybe it is like bringing them down so the group has more fairness in it Hmm. to like have the success of the group rise do you know what i mean instead of like individuals yeah but then it is interesting that you use the bill gates example and it's almost like they're so far removed in their wealth and affluence that they've gotten
2: out of the system (laughs) well another well now we're talking about between studies but another interesting thing i thought This study wasn't as good, but the one part I took out was, like, about materialism and how, like, essentially, like, benign envy might motivate people to improve themselves, Mm -hmm. which is, like, good, I guess. But, like, it also, when they think about it from, like, a capitalist perspective, it usually just means, like, buying similar products to people that they, like, have envied. And that malicious envy instigates, like, almost, like... Um, buying things to spite someone else, like higher luxury goods over other people. Yeah. Whereas they were like, the benign envy might be like, oh my God, you that's such like, a I nice want shirt. That. I'm going to have that shirt. Mm-hmm. Whereas they were like, this is trying to like explain the envies. Whereas like malignant envy would be like, malicious. oh, that malicious sorry, like that shirt is Adidas. Like I'm actually going to go Prada. Right. And like wear Prada Try around you to be. Yeah. yeah. And then they kind of like took it down this world where they're like, caring about brands and materialism and value in products can be a sign of, and like almost like a trigger of envy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is so interesting. Like we're like, you can like link it to like climate change. Like they kind of did that. Mm -hmm. they're like, if you're like, we're in this consumer like issue right now with products. And like, it's almost like the idea of like valuing like, reusing things and buying secondhand and stuff they were saying could be an antidote to envy Mm -hmm. because if you sort of start to subscribe to the idea of like valuable clothes valuable cars valuable houses wealth you are like falling into the trap of envy and I was like that is so interesting because so much of like Toronto and like we had the opportunity to go out on King Street recently where it was like (laughs) the first time we'd ever done that which is like this like bougie party street in Toronto and you're just like this whole thing operates on envy it's like about who's sitting where and like i think people subscribe to it because they just think it's like what like life is but i really think that they're saying is like no if you subscribe to it you're going to be in a lot more pain there's mm. like a way you can tap out of this fully and it actually well, involves not being fully sorry not fully but like it's like if you are actually like i actually do care about money and material possessions and all these things that's like Buying the product is not going to make you feel better. It's actually just going to contribute to the fact that you're now more envious Mm. in settings. It it was like complicated, but I was like, that's really interesting Mm -hmm. that like you might just be like, I'm having a good day. I'm going shopping, but it's like, it could end up being something in the long run. Yeah. But that can
1: be expressed. I think in any way, it doesn't just have to be buying things. Like you can express your envy through. I don't know that it's like, obviously buying things is more toxic in the, way that it impacts the world on a greater scale, but like you can be envious in another way and try to get better at something. And that can still be just as toxic. Like by participating in that envy.
0: Yeah. Like Like what? Like, I don't know. Like, like, Oh,
1: that musician's better than me. I'm going to like get better. Like, is that motivation now toxic? Like, it's the same emotion. Yeah. I I think the clothing thing is, like, a simpler thing because it's literally dealing with material goods. And we can also say, like, we live in a crazy capitalist society that's, like, destroying the planet. Okay, it's bad. But I think it's still the same emotion. And whether it's good or bad is, like, hard to quantify. Of Hmm. course, it's easier to say, oh, but, like, practicing an instrument is a noble pursuit. But to me, it's the same underlying emotion that's pushing buying things versus getting better at a thing. I think mm. um, a couple of like interesting facts I came across is high self control is more predictive of uh, benign envy. So oh like, yeah, yeah. So in studies, if people have self control, they're less likely to they're more likely to be like, okay, I have autonomy. I will try and get better at a thing, versus um, pers- like having low control is more associated with like, yeah. Benign. They were talking about
2: impulsiveness. Uh, As like an issue with envy.
1: And then malicious envy was more linked to fear of failure and benign envy is more linked to expectation of success. So oh, right. I think I. So if you think you're like someone who's like, I think I should be successful. You're more likely to have benign envy and like try and make yourself better.
2: I think I should be successful. Yeah. Benign Ex- versus. And then
1: fear of failure. People who are afraid to fail are more likely to want to bring other people down.
2: Oh, that makes sense because they're like not to able to. Themselves yeah. out there.
1: And then one other really interesting thing I thought is like admitting you're envious is a, is breaking a social norm.
2: Yeah. And that that's the number one key to alleviating envy is actually just admitting it and talking about <laughs> it. That's the classic therapy thing. Like yeah. in awareness and communicating. Like literally if you talk to people about your envy, like the way that people respond is extremely positive to the point that you're it might go away but they said no one like people are so afraid to talk even
1: about it. even in brains brain imaging studies they can see that people are suppressing the parts of their brain okay, so what are
2: we actually envious of like we can't even say it,
1: it, it's like so hard to say it's so hard to admit it's so vulnerable and it's yeah. like it destroys your positive self image of yourself to show that you're like you know Envious of someone having more money or something. Um, But it's like not only will people spontaneously deny envy or suppress overt acts of envy, but they may also literally change their inner thoughts of feelings. And when they do neuroimaging brain studies, those brain regions associated with controlling emotions are activated in the presence of superior others. So, so it's like you're even more envy? like I'm and now fine, they're like, like turn it off. Like yeah. don't feel that because it's actually socially
2: unacceptable to That's be. That's so envious. hunter-gatherer vibes. <laughs> We're officially Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Only talking about that. But that is so interesting. It's like if you're around someone that you envy to be like I envy you is so hard whereas i can imagine you're like oh actually everything's so fine kidding like you're the worst like you're so (laughs) like i can just imagine what people do
1: and it feels like it it
2: feels like a negative
1: quality to say like i'm feeling bad because of your success it's not a nice like thing to have to admit right it's almost it's embarrassing to be like you're having a really happy experience and i feel bad
2: And that's like, yeah,
1: no wonder everyone
2: hides that. (laughs) But then they're saying it is really important to talk about because of course because also the person would probably start to be like, well, here's like why this was so messed up and Mm -hmm. like, but like obviously you don't want to like yuck. Someone's like yum, Mm -hmm. but it is really interesting. I'm trying to like think of like examples of, well, I was just watching the Pedro Almodovar movie and I just remember the girl said, I really envy you. You two are so close. Like she just said that in Mm -hmm. the movie last night about the two sisters. And I just remember being like, "Oh, she admitted her envy in this way. That was like nice." And they mm-hmm. kind of were like, "I don't know." It just was like yeah. a just was like a trigger for me being like, "Oh, that she said, I envy you." Too. Yeah, so no, was, you're like, right. I think about envy, and I like, think
1: it can be used as a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. And if you come to terms with it, you can express it in a meaningful way. That's not not yucking someone's young. Yeah, and then they right? like to say it in that way doesn't mean doesn't make the other person think, "Oh, you wish I." didn't have this close relationship it, it's more like the benign envy admitting benign envy is more positive. Yeah. Cause you're like, I just wish I had what you had. And I, I'm jealous of that. But if you say it in a way that's like, because it's beautiful,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, Not because like, I want to be better. Than what you. is like our deepest, darkest, I'm just like thinking <laughs> of like, I'm going to like the gym, literally like the <laughs> hellish place on earth called Equinox and picturing like there are just like, you know, that literally almost like the trainers at Equinox, like when they come in the change room, I'm just like, Oh my God. Like it is envy. I'm like, yeah. that is the most like beautiful, insane body ever. <laughs> and then sometimes like I'll literally listen to them talk and I'll be like, dumb as fuck. <laughs> like shut my locker and like, go, like I'm like Try and find trying to, like, yeah. Like I'm almost like building up this story in my head about how, yeah. like if, it's like if well, I were to meet them, yeah. yeah, I probably wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm so envious of your body. I'd be like, in my head like, oh, wow, it's too bad that you like are dumb as a bray. <laughs> like, I just feel like my body would create some other. Yeah, I think that's thing, normal. Which is like so rude. It's like, I don't, know, I don't know any of them and I'm so sorry if any of you are Yeah, and deep but... down
1: your biggest fear would probably be meeting them and they're amazing and so introspective and so smart and you'd be like, but then maybe you'd see them more as a whole human as well and be like, actually, yeah. that's really cool that you have it together, but it might be difficult to find out yeah. someone you're envious of actually also is like a good, <laughs> yeah. good person. yeah.
2: And there's something definitely about like uh, internal versus in-group, out-group. Like they're all straight, which I sometimes Hmm. feel, I feel like, I feel like there's one that I think might be gay and I think I'm like more aware of their body Mm -hmm. or whatever, like more like, yeah, well that's envious.
1: I think like we should talk about potential solutions.
2: Oh, well it's to like admit it, to talk about it, Okay. Um, to not just pick cherry pick the things you're envious of of someone, you have to think of them as a whole and be like, Do you actually want all of them or do you just want that one mm. thing? Yeah,
1: that one other thing I came across was like, You have to <laughs> treat yourself like a child, like when a child is like playing with toys and doesn't get something they want. They like lose their mind. (laughs) But as an adult, you go like, well, you you can't always get everything you want. Like it's their turn to have it or to play with it. So like trying to remember like that, that's a philosophy for yourself as well. Like you actually can't have everything. That's not a meaningful life to have everything. And it's maybe better to focus on Your own strengths, like pump Mm -hmm. pump yourself up, right? Like you all stop looking at the thing that you have a deficit in potentially, and try and like inflate your mind in the the ways that you are strong.
2: Yeah, I remember like the first time like I left university, and like my one friend like got a job, and I got so envious. Like it was so weird because he was like, "I got a job," and we all like went for drinks, and I was just like. I'm going to kill
0: myself. <laughs> like it was just
2: like so crazy because like that's so interesting. Like that 21 year old age where it's like now you're at a university time to become a professional. Like it like shattered my world mm. to be like, wait, I'm like going just, to like, a teacher's having, college. Yeah. I'm like prolong Like I'm not like making the, the income. Yeah. And like I just remember it threw me off so much. It's like, wait, I should just and seemingly everyone else at the drink were as happy but maybe we were all panicking mm-hmm. no one said anything i didn't say to be like oh my gosh like there's their kick-starting life and like, yeah and i didn't have it in me but i bet if him. i was like oh my god i'm actually like so envious i'm kind of freaking out i bet we all might have admitted it talked about it yeah even he might have been like i'm freaking out that i have to work yeah, yeah, yeah. and like when i look back More on that i was like that was to go back to what i said at the beginning envy really does show you what you value and it's transient like i don't value that anymore right it does Like, like my friend gets a job i'm like actually like slay Mm -hmm. whereas at the time because it was that like time when everyone's supposed to get, there's a lot of pressure like early 20s like people in their 20s like probably deal with a lot of envy but then when now that we're in our 30s and everyone has their thing and you actually realize like jobs are so boring and like Mm -hmm. whatever there's like envy has morphed and my values have morphed. But I just, that was a time I remember feeling like I know exactly where I was when he told me and just like, oh my God, awesome. (laughs) Like just like such a dark feeling because it threw me off. I was like, wait, why? I think it's a really good strategy and I've heard
1: this in like the happiness lab and stuff as well to often like think of yourself when you're 70. Like if you, even right now at your age, think of your 16 year old problems. It's easy to be like, like, I was like having all these crazy emotions for things that don't, quote unquote matter
2: to me at all Anyway. Oh my God, speaking of Usher, I remember the first time I like saw a six pack on someone in like grade seven and I had like (laughs) almost threw up. I was so envious. I was like, wait, we can have those? Like I
1: thought only like Usher could have those. Okay, think of that then. If you're having like envy around like body stuff, it's like when you're 70, you're going to look at yourself now and be like, I should have been so proud. Like yeah, Like yeah, not, yeah. not that bodies matter that much, but like no. you're going to look back no matter what and be like, wow, I was so youthful, but I was so focused on other things. Why didn't I just notice what I, yeah. what I had? And I think that's a, like a useful technique for like all sorts of emotions. That's my number one thing. Number two, I think it's also important to just accept. Like fear is a useful tool to protect us and so is envy. But we live in a society where those things get triggered a lot and so you mean like
2: instagram and stuff yeah
1: Yeah. and just like trying to like remember like it's okay to be envious like this is part of human nature but if it's like causing you if it happens to you a lot then maybe you need to work with a therapist or a doctor or someone If there's like a lot of internal struggling like there are some associations with like um people who are depressed having a lot more envy so like there may Mm. be other things going on in your life that might be envy might be not like the base of it but it might be getting triggered because of a different condition. Um,
2: and they, I see it? something, I think that says low self-esteem
1: because that was coming up. Yeah. Too. It says like the two, two main factors that make you more vulnerable is having low self-esteem and then something called deprivation intolerance, which was simply just like the inability to not bear getting what you want. But I don't really know like much about that. So
2: I'm adding self-esteem as an episode mm. because I'm like, even when people say low self-esteem, I'm like, what does that mean? Because doesn't that like seem like everyone has right? like some version of it and some yeah. like, I mean, yeah, I guess. I just feel like self-esteem is something that like yeah, it's fascinating. everyone is going to And are there have. like real
1: techniques to like improve your own self-esteem?
2: Yeah. And it's, it's like, it kind of reminds me of envy where it's like people don't talk about it enough mm-hmm. in the sense that like you can have low and having low and high self-esteem both seem like weird and bad. Like mm-hmm. it's like, so it's like an unspoken thing. Yeah. And I actually have zero idea like sometimes I guess when people like act out in certain ways I'll be like oh they have low self-esteem but I actually like don't have that thought like very much Mm. considering how many times I think how much other things about yeah yeah, and how much it might be impacting and then even just being like do I it's like I think I have low self-esteem sometimes and high self-esteem sometimes but I'm sure there are I want to be more cognizant of like when that is.
1: Yeah, it's such a, so many emotions. I mean, so much of therapy can be that is like learning to just clock when things are happening and then building up techniques to manage those emotions that are perfectly normal, that lots of people have and just like working through it. And like I said, if the, if it's on the extreme end where you're always facing these emotions, then there probably is like yeah. bigger, maybe more help that you need. So you're like, right. what
2: are your so like your biggest envy thing is like surviving? No, no, right? it's
1: actually not like that. I don't actually know. Like, I I do have envy, but I'm not. I think my coping strategy with envy is to like block it out, which is not necessarily healthy, but it, in some ways maybe it is. Where it's just not like, lean into it. Well, it's like. Like to hide myself from the people I am envious of. I don't oh. want to look at the people that I have jealousy or envy of. Like like you
2: could like pretend they don't even exist?
1: In a way. I think that's what like my mentally? brain is. Yeah. Or just but what like, if it's
2: like your friends or it's never your friends?
1: I wouldn't say it's never, but I don't think I'm like, I don't think I have that much envy around my friends. Yeah, because now at this really age, either. I feel like most of my friends are people who I just want to be so successful. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, nothing that they would do. Of course, maybe I'm maybe yeah. envious in the less like toxic way, like of course i will be envious of like a friend's relationships or their love or like things that are, yeah. that are wholesome that I would be like, of course I would want that. Yeah. Like they have a beautiful relationship with their sister or something, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't mean that I don't. I just mean like seeing like some yeah. sibling relationships is like, wow, of course I could be envious of yeah. that. But it doesn't like cause me pain. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: I mean, that is probably helpful that we don't work, like all of our friends have different jobs, which is probably really great. Yeah, I think it helps that we don't have to compare ourselves on that. It would be really hard working in everyone in the same field. Mm -hmm. People probably have maybe a lot of envy at work. People getting promotions and stuff. We don't have to deal with that.
1: I think a lot of my envy is like self. I don't know. I have to think about this more to be honest. I was just gonna say, like a lot of, I just like live in my own little bubble sometimes. So I, I, I'm sure envy triggers me, but then it like always expresses as just like, like I do think most of my envy is probably benign, which is not. I don't think that's necessarily healthy. It goes back to like being a perfectionist and needing to like then like obsess over things and spend so much time on things. And that, but
2: but the you like you like chatting like. The idea out is like interesting because that's also very you. It's like it's a coping mechanism that's like just probably put it away, close the door, don't look at it. It's done good in your life, and it like like anything. It doesn't sound like good, but it's like it probably is good in the sense that like you don't have to feel that much envy.
1: Yeah, I'd rather ignore things that cause me envy, I think. Yeah. Because I don't, I think I don't have like a successful think, internal mechanism to deal yeah, with. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think I'm the opposite. I think sometimes if something makes me envious, I panic and I like try to figure it out. Mm. Literally in a crazy way. Like thinking about just like those, going, I know, I keep talking about the gym, but it's just like where I feel like it the most. Like I kind of think about them a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not shutting them out. I'm like, they're here, the trainers are here and I'm like,
1: It's so funny. Yeah, (laughs) I do not not have envy at all over
2: like gym
1: bros. But maybe if there's somebody who was like quote unquote like me who hmm. had a similar body to me who suddenly is really fit, I'd probably have more envy around that. But if I see like a jacked guy at the gym, I'm just like, oh well, he's. What about like bar
2: settings? I'm always so drunk. (laughs) I mean, that's probably why people drink when they go out. It does turn off envy. Mm -hmm. I bet there's a, I mean, going out sober probably is like your envy everywhere everywhere. (laughs) because everyone's dressed up. There's, there's VIP booths. There's, Mm -hmm. there's something about the idea of partying that I think, and actually also even with you, like you're funny, like sometimes with partying, like you don't want to go into a party environment where you are uncomfortable. Yeah, feel, like you I, know what I mean. Like I, feel I definitely
1: like- have a ton of anxiety, and maybe that's masking envy in some ways. Like I don't know, but like most of my problems come back to anxiety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't exactly know like the interplay between those two. Yeah, things. yeah. Like no, okay, yeah. if it's because of envy, or I don't know. Envy doesn't like uh, almost every problem <laughs> in my life I can link back to anxiety, <laughs> but I don't think about envy that much. Yeah, um it's an interesting emotion, though. Yeah, I want to think about it more yeah. because I. I am like it's harder on them in the middle of a podcast to like, yeah, bring examples to my I, know. Brain. I just like, yeah, I keep thinking of like two obviously hot I'm, an envious. I'm not that
2: envious of I just like want to blow yeah. up <laughs> and I've
1: worked through lots of envy with like social media stuff like through the years like looking at peers and but comparing. you're also
2: like so good you're like no and then you just like log off and you're like I'm actually not doing Instagram.
1: That's what I mean. But yeah, that was probably b- because of that. Yeah. The mix of anxiety and envy and being like, yeah, then I'm just not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Which that I'm is, not saying is good, but no, like, no, but it, it,
2: but it's, it's, it works.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
2: We well, should move on.
1: Move on or finish. Oh yeah. Finish. Yeah. just, the, I mean, this like section. A, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This is long, um, okay. Let's, we'll end the envy section here and then we'll go into, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the viewers who are watching and thanks for watching and
0: BRB. Редактор субтитров
2: So Hoo. I learned about, what did you just do? Who? What? Was that? Know.
1: It was just a little
2: gasp. Just but, a but was it like with out. the song? Is that what happens in the song? No. This week? No, it was just like letting a little breath. No, I was just like, <laughs> wait, is there a who? Sorry, really. No, okay, there's no who. Okay, wow. I was just like, wow, I didn't know. Um. So it was like a huge survey of how everyone in the world spends their time to figure out the average human day. So that was so cool.
1: the average human day okay across the world yeah even
2: though there were a lot of differences though i'll get to as i explain but it's like one third of all hours are spent in bed 9.1 hours on average in bed but not necessarily asleep okay yeah yeah, yeah. so like you spend 9.1 hours a day on average in bed the world as a whole Mm -hmm. as a humanity Mm -hmm. and the largest time outside of sleep. So 9.4 hours in total are allocated to changing your bodies, which what? is like kind of an abstract term because they they divide it into three things it was like, like eating. Yeah. So that was <laughs> oh, okay. like, yeah. So 1.6 <laughs> hours are allocated to meals, okay. which is like also the cooking. Okay. Like yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, like yeah. they count that. Okay. hours to hygiene and grooming, playing sports, watching TV. So they considered changing your body as watching TV because it's like you're stimulating your brain. That's weird though. I know. Caring for children. Those don't feel at all the same. Well, no, it's because they had to, this is what I mean. They had to divide it into three larger things. It was like Uh, changing your environment, changing your body. And and I think it was like transportation. Okay. Or like it was like, the changing your body to everyone now is like calorie counting but no they're meaning like yeah, just like things feeding that like your body. truly turning your brain <laughs> off with tv like i know that sounds like you're not changing your body but like you are okay yeah. you're, you're changing your brain you're mm-hmm. and i was like that's super interesting and then they also included work in that and i was like that's wild weird i know because i guess in the t- changing your body category yeah yeah i know it's kind of weird, but anyways, that's obviously most of it's 9.4 hours, okay. but like you can like take what you want with that, like playing sports, <laughs> grooming, caring for children, going to church, like. They, they,
1: Did uh, they break those down further? Yes. Yeah. And okay. just, yeah. Like
2: 1.1 1. 1 hours is Got hygiene it. and okay. uh, that Yeah. That's just and more. Like, they like, call <laughs> it like a deliberate neural restructuring. So that would be like schooling, reading, Ooh, research. How much
1: was for that? Did you have a number?
2: No, I no. didn't write it Okay. Out. That's fine. Um, but then the next largest, bigger section was the change in the physical world. So it'd be like agriculture, mining, laundry, hmm. waste management. That laundry one really stuck out as a sore thumb. Yeah.
1: Agriculture, mining, laundry. But then they were like,
2: (laughs) in poorer countries, agriculture is a huge part of people's day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm like, it's so interesting because like, obviously a lot of people listening to this are probably like, agriculture? It's like, yeah, you walk to the grocery store, you're so freaking privileged. Right, yeah. That's interesting that that was a big differentiation was the M. But I'm
1: curious what if work is in the other categories. I Agriculture, know. not some people's work. Like, how are they categorized? Yeah, no, man? I think
2: that they're saying that there are a lot of people who are like, it's not actually part of their work. They're collecting food? Yeah, and for then they're themselves. eating it and okay. cooking it. Yeah, and then transportation was constant everywhere. People spend one hour per day regardless of where they live. Their socioeconomic status, it averaged out to one hour.
1: And that was moving your
2: It's transportation, moving yourself around. Like
1: does walking count? Yeah. Like, yeah. That it was like my... moving
2: place to place. Again, they're serving people, so they're probably asking them certain things. But yeah, like getting on the subway to go to right. a meeting. Right, how often or... you're in transit. Yeah. I guess that word just means like going from place to place. And then they said only five minutes on average was ever put towards anything to do with the environment or climate change, mm. even dealing with your waste was put in that. So they're like, this was like our big takeaway was like, we could increase like if everyone spent more than five minutes in their day thinking about something environmental or do something. Like, <sighs> it's like, that's such a low amount of time that it was just like, that was their day. yeah an hour, one and a half hours. But I think it grooming. goes to
1: show that is a huge challenge and maybe we need to think about it differently. Yeah, Like I often think about how, no, I don't want to, to like talk about capitalism and stuff, but like, how do you create motivating systems that don't rely on people's own energy? Yeah, like, yeah. it is exhausting. In the same way, for many people, it's exhausting to go to the gym. It's a lot. Like, but there's always these recommendations: spend this many minutes a day exercising, this many fruits yeah. and vegetables. It's like those things are really hard. How do you create environments that? like walkable cities and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. markets that are just like really accessible to people and no food deserts. Like those are maybe better strategies. So what's a better strategy for an environmental cause than being like, now use your energy at the end of your day to think about how to save the planet. Yeah. And I can yeah. see why that's so small. Yeah. Um, cool. I mean, that's interesting. I'm almost like, you can make a video out of that. If yeah. all those, all those are kind of broken down into subcategories, yeah. that's I kind mean, of they're cool. I like mean,
2: a little up- abstract yeah but anyways
1: interesting um mine's like not related but it's about people so mine was about (laughs) ever heard of them new research on people that live past 100 and it's like the biggest study that's ever been done they did also in part of the study include people who are in their 90s so obviously it's just like people who live old but we're mostly talking about centenarians wow really interesting fact it's the fastest growing demographic group in the world
2: Okay, so yeah, the that, numbers okay. have roughly
1: doubled every 10 years since the 1970s. Oh,
2: no, this is one that said that I'm not going to like it.
1: Oh, yeah, we're getting there. So this no. study was 44,000 people. They were looking at their blood and around 1,200 of the people made it to 100 years old. So it was only like a couple percent. Eighty-five percent were female. Okay, so like, yeah, if you're yeah. a man, you're probably not going to be 100. Yeah,
2: the odds are low, baby. <laughs>
1: Which is really sad. Um, okay. So those who made it to their 100th birthday tended to have lower levels of glucose, creatinine, and uric acid from their 60s Oh, my God. Because of go? Well, not like because of go. Oh, sorry. When it comes to... No. I have higher uric
2: acid. I have go. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. They said Um, uric
1: acid? People with higher levels of uric acid... Decrease their chance of becoming a centenarian. Wait, why? Well, it was in 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 conjunction with glucose, creatine, uh, markers for liver function. So there were a bunch of things, but I just thought it was interesting that (laughs) oh my god, one of the
2: like three things. Well, I'm on meds to lower it. Yeah, exactly. That's is there not anything else? Those were just like the It's just <laughs> the uric acid. The one thing I have, like, so much of
1: that is. No, like, but you are on meds for it, So, like, that's yeah, good. Yeah. But. Oh, and this was. They were measuring since they were around 60, 65. So you've caught this so early in your life, and now you're on something that's helping keep those. But levels when I'm low.
2: 60, the meds are not going to be working. They're going to be like, it's so
1: high again. Obviously, they're. They're finding a link between metabolic health, nutrition, and exceptional longevity. Like, it's... A lot of it, they now obviously, like, bring down to genetics as well. You can't change that. They tried not to make any conclusions in the study about lifestyle factors, just because it's, like, I think, too big of a question. Um, but the, like, articles that were right about this were, like, it's reasonable to think that nutrition and alcohol intake play a role for how long you're going to live. Um, how well your kidney and organs and fun- like are functioning. And then th- they were saying like the, the differences were not so huge, but these were just the things that they noticed were so different in those people. Um, and what was interesting was that these differences could be noticed so long, like in their 60s and 70s before they were centenarians. That's hmm. what was like the interesting finding is that somebody with those markers at 65 could be predicted to make it to 100 more likely
2: isn't it all but isn't it always like mediterranean diet or is that just like
1: well they weren't talking about oh, okay. like they were just measuring what's in the blood of these people but yeah obviously like your lifestyle can impact it but it's like that's so hard to disentangle so they yeah. were just like what are the blood what is the blood like of people yeah. live to this age oh my god um yeah, I thought it was interesting, but not like a huge result, but it's just like cool that they studied 44,000 people, a couple of 1200 centenarians and yeah. And that's your dream. You'd be
2: envious of someone who lives to. I mean,
1: years. I guess it's, not, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. It's like not my
2: dream, but I No, just you said gonna, at the beginning, <laughs> you were like, it's literally my dream. It
1: would be cool to be 100 years old. I'd like to make it there, but sometimes now, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's so long. But like i mean i want to be like mobile and healthy like i don't i'm not just saying i want to live for the sake of yeah it's like
2: brutal that you're a man because in my head i know like good it's not gonna
1: happen i know although like um i have an uncle that's like 95 so. yeah that's true or like a great uncle yeah um and no it's obviously like possible. on my mom's side lots of the boys live pretty long yeah but not it's my papa like those, not, so i don't know
2: like, and we're not like living in like a small village in Greece eating fish I or whatever. They're like, it's just like, they're just like drinking olive oil out of the trees. Yeah, and, and at a certain forever. point,
1: you're just like, you can't know anyway. Like, even if you have the perfect genes, you're going to hit by a bus. You can't. Yeah, and, it's and like, like, we like live in the north. Cancer, people who are like super healthy yeah. can still just have heart attacks and like. Or like Joni Mitchell smokes her whole life and she's
2: still going. Exactly. Like, like, there's
1: no that? real knowing on the individual level. These are just like, that's the interesting thing about science.
2: And you know? we live in North America, which I just feel like the health isn't like.
1: And we're living through a climate crisis where every summer we're just like breathing in smoke fumes now because there's
2: forest fires yeah. constantly. And like our culture is like we don't drive that much but we live in the drive culture. We don't uh-huh. live in like the Netherlands yeah. where it feels like there's just like health is just like ingrained in their societies. Mm-hmm. We just like drive to like a cold plunge. <laughs> like <laughs> a cold plunge therapy place that like, at, like King me alive. and Sudbury. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh I did a cold plunge. like And then I get back in my car and drive home. Okay, anyways. Slay all day that was good um, oh yeah. yeah leave us a voice note we didn't do one today but we'll do one next week asapscience.com slash talk
1: chat chat yeah geez oh god um do we want to or... pick next episode like you did right what, what was your idea that just came up it was self-esteem we could do it on that if we want to like give people something to talk about okay right? that's
2: yeah if you or have, is it too similar no no if you have something to say about self-esteem definitely put it asapscience.com slash chat and i would also be like good for you because it's like a tough thing to talk about true
1: maybe. but you might have an interesting perspective maybe yeah. you're somebody who works in the field with other people yes so it doesn't true. have to be your true. struggle necessarily with self esteem but yeah. you might have some interesting tips and tricks that have worked f- to improve self esteem like anything um, give us your thoughts on self esteem and we might include them in our
2: next episode thank you so much and I so post bye